Sometimes I had too many beers, which I gladly do and which I fully embrace. Working out, automatic. Whacking out, automatic. Catholic all-girls schools, automatic. Still is. Hello and welcome to the seventh episode of the Chopping Block podcast. I'm your host, Perks Nowinski, along with... Timmy J-Town. And Jebediah. Alright, yeah, this week, you know, more of the same. We're going to be recapping week three of college football, week two of the NFL. Uh, We're going to start the podcast going over our segments from Friday's episode. Uh, How'd y'all do, boys? I, let's see... My upset of the week, Old Dominion, Virginia. They were right there in the fourth quarter. Blew it. Uh, I, I don't know. I didn't get to watch the game super closely, but I was seeing it on Twitter. I, I'm upset about that. That was a close one. But it looks like both y'all got y'all's... Uh, or did this, Western, Kentucky. Western Kentucky choked it and gave up like three touchdowns in the fourth quarter after throwing an interception on the four-yard line of Indiana and choked the game. It, they would have gone up 31-13. to 13. Instead, it was twenty-four to twenty. Massive swing. They just and then they they missed a kick to end regulation. They missed like a forty-four straightaway dead field goal, and then they missed one in overtime as well. So just absolutely choked the game. Did everything they could to lose the game. They should have won. Should have cashed it, but they choked it. My lock of the week though, Cal plus twelve. I called it. I didn't think Notre Dame was going to be able to score enough points. They did end up winning the game, but they, they they only scored 24. And I said, as long as they stay around that 21 to 24 point range, I, I don't think they'll they'll cover, and they didn't. So, lock, lock. Well, yeah, not to leave uh, Jebediah here in the dust, but yeah, you, you want to touch on your, your upset. You were the only one of us to pick the correct upset of the week. I've been Kansas high over on, Houston. I've been high on Kansas, and they did not disappoint. Kansas beat Houston in Houston, 48 to 30. The Jayhawks are looking good, and it's going to be a good game next week when they take on undefeated Duke. College game day really snubbed them by not uh, picking that to be game day, an undefeated Duke versus undefeated Kansas, if you ask me. Yeah, that's why they don't ask you, I believe. Oh, well. <laughs> but either way, Kansas was looking good, and uh, Houston now is 1-2, and two, so their season not, not the way I think they are hoping it would be. And then for my lock of the week, Purdue, plus one and a half. Purdue did end up losing that game, but they're up at the very end, uh, looking like they were about to pull it out. And then, what was it, seven seconds Seven left. seconds left. Syracuse yeah. goes and scores a touchdown, so well done, Syracuse. Yeah, that was an entertaining game. Uh, that was very back and forth. I believe there was, let's see, I, I believe there was 42 points scored in the fourth quarter. It was a pretty low-scoring game in the first half, even through the, throughout the third quarter, and then Fourth quarter came on, and it was kind of like that App State uh, North uh, Carolina game a couple weeks ago. And yeah, so for my lock of the week, I had Florida Uh-oh. State. The mm. New York Jets live have scored a touchdown to take the lead 31 to 30 over the Browns. Oh my God. Yeah, and we are With recording. With seconds left. In the game? Yeah. We are recording uh, live on an NFL Sunday. The time is 3.07 p.m. Central Time, so we'll be having some reactions to, uh, to these games. But yeah, to touch on my lock of the week. I had Florida State minus two and a half Friday night game against Louisville. Uh, that game was was pretty close. It was um, who, who, Travis. What, what's the quarterback's name? Jordan Travis. Yeah, Jordan, Jordan Travis goes down in the first half. The pretty bad injury came back out without pads on and stuff. So hope he's okay. I think he's he was going to be a big part of their season this year. So I haven't heard much on him. I don't know if he'll be back or or what the deal is there. But yeah, Florida State uh, came in clutch. Got then, the minus two and a half. And then Verse, the guy that I talked about in the in the pre-show before the game, who I thought was going to be one of the impact players, also got hurt in the first half for them on the D-line. So that was another big loss. I, he was in street clothes as well, so who knows how long he's going to be out. Yeah, regardless, Florida State definitely looked like uh, an approved team this year. Uh, don't really know how good they are till they really get deep in the ACC play. But... Um, but yeah, it is interesting. I saw on Twitter, and I know I mentioned it earlier off the pod. Uh, of the three Florida Power Five teams, Florida State's the only one that's not ranked right now, which is which is interesting to me. I feel like, especially given that Florida State is the only one that's undefeated. Yeah, yeah, for real. Um, all right, well, that's enough for our our segments from last week. 
We're going to be talking about uh, just kind of going over some of these games. We just talked about Florida State Louisville, so we'll skip that. Uh, on to, I guess, another Florida team, Miami at A&M. Night game at Caulfield. We were all there. Stadium was bumping. Third largest crowd in A&M history. Uh, that was a fun game. I mean, it, A&M definitely looks improved from last week. I think Max Johnson should have been the guy starting all along. Um, defense, you know, bent but didn't break. I believe Miami outgained us by about 130 yards, something yeah, like that. Yeah, they didn't have a single touchdown. So, um, Aggie defense. I saw a stat. It's the first time in at least like 20 years that a team has had 27 first downs and no touchdowns, which is an absolutely crazy stat. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. And, and yeah, this is uh, through three games, the AM defense has allowed 25 points. So happy with the AM defense this year. Although there was two bullshit, bullshit um, targeting. targeting calls in the game, too. So especially proud of them for that. Uh, yeah, the offense still, there still are some offensive struggles. I think that's going to be more of an offseason change. That, that's like, I don't think you the offense you is can't really going to change. change an offense in the middle of yeah. the season. So. Unfortunately, it. It maybe throughout like, this, maybe by the end of the season, it looks a little different. But yeah, I mean, I didn't expect a quick turnaround we had, there. We had the exact same play calling as we did last week. It's just we had a different quarterback. So when the when when pass rush got to him, he was able to scramble. He Max Johnson might not be as fast, but he's definitely more agile. He's a, like he's he a better run, he's a straight a better runner. He than, he than can move game. side to side through the pocket better. He's not as fast straightaway speed, but. That's not we we've obviously been able to see that straightaway speed doesn't matter as much when the pocket is collapsing. It's your escapability, and Max Johnson has much better escapability than than uh, Haynes King. Well, I, I think Max Johnson also just with the confidence that he does has can really uh, change things. And up he as started well. a full season in the SEC. Book, yes, he has, so. and he can actually hold on to the ball. Uh, King was having some butterfingers uh, playing against App State at times, which uh, was costly. But I will say, yeah, our offense still does not look like what it should be, and uh, I think it's way too conservative of play calling. But yeah, that's Miami, not something can fix Miami just so happened to muff a punt in the first quarter in which we scored a touchdown off of because it was a 20-yard field or 25 or 30-yard yeah, field. Yeah, if it, were, if it weren't if, for that. If it weren't for that, we didn't have any offense the rest of the game. Like, I don't, I, I don't know what we do if we don't have that. It's a tough game if, if we well, don't Well, then have we that. just hand it to A-Chain to run down the middle, you know, for a gain of I, I will yards. say, like, besides Max Johnson, though, I think our offense did look better, like, like our run game opened up a little bit. Uh, we, we started using other backs besides just uh, a chain. The O line definitely looked better. Bryce Young or Bryce Foster being back definitely uh, definitely improved the O line. So I don't know. All in all, like yeah, there's stuff to be changed. But after after that week, it was a good uh, refreshment for AM football. Gave, they gave me enough hope to go into Arkansas thinking we we can win. So. A&M is also, the, the Lions came out today, A&M is the favorite for the A&M Arkansas game in Arlington next weekend. Yeah, so AP poll might not like us, but Vegas does, which yeah. is Move surprising. There can be a media bias, but people know that A&M is better than uh, The New York Jets have officially won the game, and Tyreek Hill might be hurt on the last drive of the Miami game. Wow, wow. The Browns. He has 190 oh, yards receiving and two touchdowns. Oh, Good that's Lord. great. Let me let me check my fantasy real fast because I'm playing Tyreek Hill in fantasy this Dude, week. Dude, that's like 50 points. And that means I have lost my fantasy league for sure. He has 42 points. Oh my god. I'm gosh. a dead man. That is, oh my god, 42 fucking points. Oh, he's playing against you? Yes. Uh-oh. Big run for the Dolphins. And as I said, as I said last week, and we're we're, we're about to see they it need here. They need to call timeout. Like I said last week, they and we're about to, to see it out. here. Too. It's a bad weekend to be a bird in the NFL. And we're going to see that here in a second. All right. Well, uh, moving on to our next game. Why? Why did they wait 13 seconds to call timeout? What are they doing? Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm just. We're just gonna. I want to watch this last play, and then I'm gonna edit this little part out. Because I want to get the right live reaction of this. Oh my god! Is I mean, they got thirty seconds. Not good enough for you. I just don't want a bunch of aired like, like just stupid. I mean, I guess I, I don't know. We'll see. I thought, we're just not I, thought really I was doing a no, 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 no. This is that. That was fine. But like right now, when we're not talking about anything, you know, yeah, we're just yes. watching. Like we're talking. 
I thought I was doing a pretty good job of play-by-play. Yeah, I mean, we can keep this in. Okay, yeah, you want, you want to be our play-by-play guy? You can be our color guy. All right, who's that? John Harbaugh looks looks nervous. They're showing uh, Lamar, Lamar Jackson, Jackson. wants to get paid, but Mike his McDaniels. defense is going to choke the game for him. I think anyone with Lamar Jackson on their fantasy team already Defense looks paid. gassed. What would be the most Tua thing here? Would it be... Would it be Underthrowing. I mean, two. Would it, would it be a pick? The Dolphins are about would it be to put a pick up, six. The Dolphins are about to put up twenty-eight points in the fourth quarter. Lamar Jackson has forty-one point six six points in fantasy this week. Game's not even. Uh, oh my god! Back, uh, back of the end zone pass dropped Jay by Waddle, overthrown a little bit. Uh-oh. And Williams is hurt for the Ravens' defensive backfield. Okay, well we're gonna touch on this next game because that is gonna be an injury timeout most likely. Yes. Uh, yeah, on to our next game, Oklahoma at Nebraska. This was a game I felt like could be a track game for Oklahoma. I mean, I picked Oklahoma. And but, the way it started, too. Yeah, the way it started Nebraska really straight. Nebraska five the first plays right down the field. As you said, Hungry Dog runs faster, and they barks did at the louder, beginning, and, and that really scared me. After the first quarter, but though. It the was... Dylan Gabriel, like, 70-yard run with just no tackling to make it 7-7, seven to seven, that's when the game just ended. Like, it was over yeah. right after that. He broke, like, three tackles and ran 70 yards, and that just shouldn't happen. I, I said it in the in the preseason predictions, and, and I'll keep saying it. I think Brent Venables was an upgrade over Lincoln Riley. He, he's a guy that it's... I think he's offensive the man behind Offensive coaches Clemson. are great, but I still like defensive coaches as yes. head coaches and great offensive coordinators I as offensive strongly coordinators. Strongly agree. You look at you look at the best coaches in college football. Defensive minded. Yeah, I mean Kirby Saban, and especially with OU going to the SEC, I I think Brent Venables is the guy. So yeah, I mean OU's defense looked good. Offense looked great. I mean, they're, I mean right Nebraska now they, could not stop them. It, like, if it, I, they were a ghost defense. If I had to pick day. four teams right now for the playoff, Oklahoma would be one of them. I mean, I don't know. Who, like, I definitely think USC could go undefeated And after watching. Probably lose one game, but they still have a How shot. fun would that be? USC, Oklahoma in the playoff? That'd be fun. That would be an exciting game I for think, sure. I'd love to oh, see no, some I, new some I, new teams in there. I think the one guarantee I, is Georgia. Georgia is, has solidified themselves far and away as the number one. All team. it takes is Bama yeah. getting upset once in the regular season and then losing in the SEC well, championship and game and they're out. Michigan and Ohio State have been both been putting up. Yeah, big they have. That'll, they, they'll play that'll, each other that'll be a good game. season. So yeah. one of them is unlikely to be making it. I believe CJ Stroud threw for five touchdowns today or yesterday. Uh, went off seventy-seven points by that Ohio State. Uh, I don't know if they had any defensive pick sixes or anything. So, yeah, uh, but but yeah, that seventy-seven points by Ohio State. They they went off. Um, all right, we're gonna stop again real quick because let's see. It says comeback of the ages. Last time I arrived from twenty-one point deficit to win was week thirteen of two thousand five when they came back against the Buffalo Bills. Dude, I had the I I, I took Dolphins second goal nineteen seconds at the beginning left. Of this drive. You picked Dolphins plus two hundred. At the beginning of this drive. I cannot believe the Browns lost. <laughs> Dude, I don't know how they fucking lost to the Tua? Chats. Touchdown. Touchdown. Jalen Waddle. The Miami Dolphins. Bad around. week to be a bird. So far, at least. Bird team's about to be 0-1. God, dude, Lamar put up 42 points and they're going to lose. Like, 42 points of fantasy and they're going to lose. That's wild. They're de- I mean... Tua put up 28 points alone in the fourth quarter. And quarterback, quarterback 28 points. Wow. Six tu- Tua Tungavala, six touchdowns. How many did he have in fantasy? No no one started him. He's most, not most starting people, yeah, on any Most people teams. don't have them on their starter. Yeah, no one started Tua this week. And he, and he threw for six touchdowns. Tua currently has 38 points. Wow. Wow. All right. Now jump back into college football. Uh, BYU at Oregon. This was Oregon was favored. It was at Oregon. Regardless, I was surprised by that. I thought BYU, given how they beat Baylor last week, being ranked number twelve, I, I thought BYU was the better team. Uh, I was very wrong. I was very wrong about a few games last week or this past weekend. Have we done the pick'em uh, yet? Have you Have you looked at the pick'em thing? No, yet? I have not. We do a pick'em every week where week where we pick every top twenty five game and power five game. So. Uh, yeah, I picked BYU there, and that was very wrong. So or Oregon, their speed. You, this this also shows how good Georgia is. They scored three points against Georgia. Against BYU, their sp- speed was so much more, so much more elite. 
just just speed wise, this, that they just burned BYU. They were running all this, over. This well, year it, has me very fucked up because it's just so like like this team blew out this team, and then this team that I thought was good, like it, it's just. All these teams are beating each other. It's not 2007, but it, it it is chaos right now, I feel like. It's chaos with everything but, like, the top five teams. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, so what does our uh, BYU Stan have to say? Well, Jaron Hall did have a very good game. He, pa- he had 305 passing yards for two touchdowns uh, with a 70% com- completion rate. So he did have a good game in terms of just the raw stats there. Although the final score does not show that, which is very disheartening if you ask me. Not much I can really say here. This wasn't the outcome that I was hoping for. Uh, Bo Nix had, had a solid game, and Oregon Ducks as a whole had a very good game. And like uh, Timmy was saying, Oregon was very quick out there. Uh, one could argue that has something as well to do being played in, at Oregon, but still 41-20 to that it wasn't a close game. Not, not a close game. Would you have kissed Jay Aaron Hall for them to win this game? You know, I don't know what his wife or two children would think of that. Yeah. Well, I bet they would be fine with it if it meant, if it meant winning the game. Though it, it, it might, I might be able to work. So, what are we talking here? Are we talking about kiss on the cheek? Are we talking making out, like getting like, t- how much some tongue? tongue, tongue, about? tongue like, involved? How much tongue though? Like, and how much of a win? Like, don't forget about the cheek. Flip the scores, you know. Flip the scores. Flip the scores. Yeah, I, 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 there'd be some tongue involved. Okay, but if it's 42-41. Uh, kiss on the cheek. So you wouldn't, you wouldn't kiss on the lips. Well, I kiss maybe seconds. a peck on the lips. Okay. So okay, uh, but no. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, but with these stats, still like. No, I mean, Jaron Hall's a good quarterback. He's I mean, a good quarterback, and he still has solid draft stock for uh, the draft, I would say. Yeah. I think anyone looking at him can tell that. All right, well, uh, yeah, I think that's it for BYU-Oregon. Uh, Oregon, or- better than Dan, expected. Dan Lanning's first big win. But, yeah. That's true. Better better than I thought. Uh, I just was so down them after they got slaughtered by Georgia, but I guess that just proves to show how good Georgia really is. Uh, okay, so next up we got Penn State at Auburn. Another game I was dead wrong about. I thought I Auburn... I think I was the only one that picked Penn State, and what? they just absolutely blew the doors yeah, off of Yeah, I mean, not even it close. It was a murder. Like I said, I was at that game last year. Auburn should have won that game last year. I don't know. I have I do have an SEC bias in me, I'll admit it. But, yeah, I mean, I thought, at the very least, I thought this game was going to be closer. Penn H- State... Hail Mary for the... For the final play. Well, it was also surprising because, you know, Big Ten football, you wouldn't expect Penn State to really be putting up those kind of numbers. I'm just going to put it out there. The T.J. Finley experiment, experiment at quarterback, complete fail. I think they was they it needed... Was it T.J.'s fault, though? I didn't. I, I mean, I haven't really looked I mean, at the... The, the interception in, that he man? threw at the, on the very last play of the first quarter was completely inexcusable. They, they need to start. Oh, wow. It looks like they benched him. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, they they benched him for Robbie Ashford, the Oregon transfer, which I think is the smart play. No, no Calzada for you? No, I think he's still I think he's still recovering from his shoulder injury, so really? I don't think he's hundred percent back. We're gonna take a pause here real fast. We got the Ravens throwing a hail mary for the game. Lamar sitting in the pocket Lamar, all, damn all day. day. Launches it. Oh my god! Not even close. Damn. And the Miami Dolphins. Have beaten Miami the Baltimore Dolphins. Ravens. Down goes Lamar Jackson. 28 oh, points in the fourth quarter. The Miami Dolphins. What a game. game. Dolphins, legit team this year. Uh, wow. Could win the division. Maybe a wild card team at the least. They're not going to win the division. Bills are going to win the division. But All right. Uh, back to college football. We got Mississippi State LSU up next. Another game. I was dead wrong about. I mean, terrible. I, I thought since the slate wasn't good this weekend. Usually when the slate's not good. I'm good at picking the games. Oh my god, couldn't be farther from the truth. Mississippi State, man, I I was high on them. I thought I thought they were going to be maybe the second best team in the SEC West, and I mean, not I don't know, dude. They, I mean, like they I, just I, they I they have not. They they refuse to throw the ball more than three yards down the field, and then when you realize that they do that, it's very easy to stop it. Also, they went for it on like fourth and one from their own thirty or behind, like four times. Like they kept on going for it on their own 
30-yard line, which is just stupid and shocking. I don't know why they would do it, but just not a very good game. It looks like LSU's rushing defense is is pretty legit. Uh, I think that's something we saw against Florida State. State. uh, And and Mississippi State kind of proved that again. I I think uh, Mike Leach teams are usually, uh, you know, more pass efficient. Like, they usually pass more than rush. But still, I mean, only seventy-five rush yards on twenty-two carries. That's 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 pretty piss poor. Um, yeah, I don't know. What do you have to say? Uh, no, no denying what you've said, Will Rogers. I, I would have taken to be the uh, better quarterback compared to a JT Daniels. And stat wise, that, that is, stat wise, Jaden Daniels. Jaden Daniels. Sorry, the Arizona State transfer, Jaden Daniels. But. Uh, Will Rogers with one interception, one touchdown, 214 yards. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. This was a shock to me. I was calling this to be a game of the week, I think, last week, and I, I do think it was a hell of a game, but just not the outcome I was anticipating for this. Timmy, anything else to add? I mean, I didn't have any service at the AM game, so I didn't really get to watch any of it, but just a lot of turnovers, a lot of bad coaching decisions as i said before going on going for it all the time on your side of the field just went went like in the first quarter even like just not even when you need to do anything when you still have the lead it just a lot of bad decisions will rogers only completed like a little bit over half of his passes which he he needs to be more efficient especially when he's throwing the ball 5 yards every time not down the field or anything so they, they they need to play better. Yeah, I think Mississippi, or specifically Mike Leach, he's not a coach that's ever going to win a national title. As much as I would love that, I, he's just not. He's a guy that will lose games he shouldn't and win games he shouldn't. You know, so I think I, I think Mississippi State will. You know, they could beat A and M. They could beat. Uh, I mean, they're not going to beat Georgia or Bama, but they could keep those games close maybe for a little bit. They're not a bad team, but uh, this is just very Mike Leach of... Uh, well, I think Mike Leach, he's a good coach, but not a great coach. I, I think that's where he falls. All right, well, uh, enough about that game. Michigan State at Washington. Yet again, another game I picked incorrectly. Washington was favored. It was at Washington. Vegas knows something. Vegas always knows something. Because Michigan State was number 11 in the country. Washington State unranked. Well, everyone knew that Michigan State was fraudulent. I knew they were fraudulent, but Washington wasn't good last year. Like, I didn't think they were the 11th best team in the country. But I thought they were better than Washington. And I certainly didn't think that they were going to get slaughtered by Washington. I mean, the score doesn't really show how, how close that game... Or, like, how bad that game was. Because I think Michigan State kind of... Had some, they they some had a lot of garbage points, time points. But that game was nowhere close. I mean, that was a blowout from, from the very as, beginning. As I said last week on the predictions, I was the only one that had Washington out of the three of us. Michael Penix just absolutely went off. I think he had 400 yards passing. It was his revenge game against the, the Big Ten. It, that, he destroyed them. And that, that was Michigan State's weakness last year, and that's Michigan State's weakness this year, is the passing game. Their DBs are just atrocious. They couldn't stop anything. They couldn't... They're like flies on the wall. Anything can get around them. <laughs> they, they just got absolutely murdered in that game. You got anything to say about this game? Well, I was picking Michigan State. I, I didn't think Washington was as good. I'm not saying Michigan State I thought was incredible, but I thought Washington wasn't incredible either. But Michigan State being without Kenneth Walker now, the running back who got drafted last uh, last draft, I, th- I think that's having an impact as well, being able to just run the ball. And Michael Penix, I guess, is uh, just that raw. Like uh, Timmy J was talking about, it was 397 yards for four touchdowns, no interceptions. So really great game out of him there. Yeah, All right. I think that, that concludes what I have. All right, well, uh, yeah, we'll kind of skim over these last few games. UTSA at Texas. Uh, really just UTSA was in this game for a while, and Texas kind of pulled away at the end. I was I was praying. I was praying right. to God UTSA would pull it off. Uh, they didn't. Texas, Texas, you know, kind of a hangover game after Bama a little bit. I think Texas will be good this year. I think OU is going to beat them when they play. I think Texas will get upset. Uh, next week, trap game against Tech, right? Yeah, they play Texas State. At, at Tech or at Texas, do you know? Uh, not sure, but I... Uh, it should be at Tech, right? Wasn't last year's game at Texas? Was it? 
I, 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 don't I don't know. We'll see. We'll talk about that later in the week. But uh, other games, Georgia continues to roll, continues to look like the best team in the country. Uh, if I had to pick a national championship uh, winner this, like so far this year, I would say Georgia looks like that. So Then USC also isn't looking too bad either. Alabama got a little bit of a wake-up call last week. They absolutely blew the doors off of Louisiana Monroe, so I, I think they'll be a lot better for the rest of the season. I think they just needed that little wake-up call like A&M did, so, so they, the, I, I think Alabama is going to be just fine and going l- forward. Let's go ahead and have a moment of silence for the Fresno State quarterback. What, what's his Jake name? Jake Hayner. Jake Hayner. Rest, Mo- rest moment of seconds. silence. Ten seconds, please. All right, and we're back. Uh, other than that, Arkansas pulled pulled it out at the end against Missouri State. It was a close game. Definitely makes me feel better as an A&M fan going up against Arkansas next week. Well, yeah, but they did put up 600 yards of total. They, 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 were, down by, they were down the entire game just because Missouri State was able to keep them off the field. I think Missouri State had 35 minutes of possession, so Arkansas was just very limited on, on the time that they wow. could be on the field, but they still put up 600 yards in 25 minutes of of on-field on possession. They ran for, like, 220. They, K.J. Jefferson might have had his best game throwing in his career. He threw for 400. They, they, they did not have a bad game. It's just Missouri State kept them off the field. That's pretty wild. Uh, Their defense had a bad game. Their offense did. Other than that, NC State, Texas Tech. Uh, I thought it would have been a little bit closer. I'm not going to lie. NC State controlled it the entire game. Yeah, NC State's still alive in terms of uh, playoff hopes and uh, being undefeated uh, at the moment. Florida so. and Wake Florida, Forest Florida are barely eighteen and nineteen in the nation, and they USF. are both the like two fraudulent teams. Florida almost lost to Southern Florida, and then Wake Forest almost lost to Liberty, who lost yeah. uh, Malik Willis. So both of those teams just barely beat Liberty by one point. Yeah. Um, Anthony Richardson, like I said, after week one, I wasn't buying the hype. I wasn't buying it in Florida. Like they're, I said, he, are, through three games, zero passing touchdowns, four interceptions. That's all I got to say. Not he, great right he is now. He is a running back, man. He is not a quarterback. The leading quarterback in that game, Jerry Bohan in South Florida, 100, 116 yards total. Oh, my God. Leading passer in that game. Jesus Christ. 30... <laughs> Thirty-one to twenty-eight was the fun score with the leading passer having one hundred and fifteen yards. There's there's a lot of teams so far this year that I, I mean I'm excited for the rest of this year because there's a lot of teams that like you just don't really know about like Tennessee, uh, Ole Miss like those are two teams in the SEC who aren't really being talked about because they haven't really been they haven't really had tests. I mean I guess Tennessee played Pitt, but uh, I'm excited for SEC play to start and, well, and start seeing those teams. I'm and, having and more an eye action. out for Kentucky. Kentucky, I think, could be a real challenge. Yeah, Kentucky is what year. number eight or nine? They're the nine now. Top I, ten official football week. program instead of a basketball program. I, I think Georgia's hardest test this season in the regular season could be against Kentucky. Uh, yeah, and, and just to touch on the game one more time. Purdue, Syracuse, great game, back and forth in the end. And yes, two confirmed forty-two points in the fourth quarter. Pretty wild. Um. All right. Well, I Keep think that's oh. Well, Notre Dame, Kyle. All right, we, we touched on that already, I guess. All right, on to our, our segments of, of the week, kind of reflecting back on the games and stuff. Uh, team of the week. We're gonna, so, we, so we got five segments. Team of the week, player of the week, play of the week, surprise team of the week, and clip of the week. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to start with our team of the week. The team of the week is kind of... Um, who had the best performance? What team? What team do you think? Not necessarily surprised, but dominated their game. Looked impressive. Uh, just to start, I had Oklahoma over Nebraska. Like I said, I thought this could be a trap game. I did think Oklahoma was going to cover, but nonetheless, I was impressed with their performance, defense and offensively. My team of the week was the Penn State Nittany Lions. I was the only one that projected them to beat Auburn, and they absolutely steamrolled. TJ Finley confirmed not good. Sean Clifford, he's been there for 15 years. He's able to make enough plays to win win big games. So, loved what they did. Uh, then I had Kansas as my team of the week. Uh, I'm high on Jayhawks going 
undefeated, take, taking down Houston. Going to take on Duke next week, and I think uh, I, I'm high on high on Kansas, and especially their chance of making a bowl game. I mean, they're already 3-0. and They can beat Duke next week. Texas is a guaranteed win for them, and then they can just take on TCU, uh, Iowa State, any take down a team like that. Kansas State, Kansas State, they very well can right, take down. Just, just all, all, all the Big 12 teams? Pretty yeah. much. Yeah, anyway, anyway, list, anyway, list every beyond, Big 12 teams. Besides Oklahoma and Oklahoma State, I think they could they could take them on. Well, Kansas State lost to Tulane, so they're clearly uh, I think that, a beatable team. Uh, they're beatable. Texas, I mean, Kansas owns Texas. So. All right, well, on to uh, Players of the Week. Uh, this one's pretty easy to guess what this is about, just amazing player performances and mine is based right off that uh Jalen Daniels the quarterback for the Kansas Jayhawks he's having a hell of a season so far I don't know if he'll he'll be in New York for the Heisman uh ceremony but I mean he's playing he's playing lights out football he is uh let's see I had I had it right here I believe he had five total touchdowns in the game let's see so yeah he had three touchdowns passing uh 98.5 QBR and he had another two touchdowns on the ground. He, he rushed for 123 yards on 12 carries and threw for 100, another 158 yards. So, um, and you know, Houston's a good team. So uh, I was very impressed with his performance, and, and he's definitely a guy to keep an eye on this year. My player of the week is the Michael Penix. He was absolutely phenomenal in the game against Michigan State. Michigan State's DBs are obviously awful, so he should have he should have had a field day and he did. Great performance. My player of the week is Dylan Gabriel. I thought he had a great performance against Nebraska, especially right after Nebraska got that uh touchdown to uh, be up against Oklahoma. You have Dylan Gabriel just running it what seventy yards for the touchdown. So I, I really liked what I saw from him this weekend. Alright, on to our plays of the week. Uh, just crazy, crazy plays. Uh, I think this was one of the craziest plays I've seen in my life, uh, and, and really a, a crazy sequence. Troy against App State. Troy up 28-24 with about 25 seconds left in the fourth quarter. Their quarterback runs out the back of the end zone, uh, gives App State a safety, so the it, it is 28-26. App State gets the ball back. Uh, for some reason, Troy squibs the kick. Don't know why they did that. But regardless, App State gets the ball, throws a Hail Mary with two seconds left in the game, tips it and runs it in the end zone. Crazy walk-off. App State's a team that could have very uh, easily been 0-3 and also could be 3-0 right now. So they're kind of uh, they're an interesting storyline. Kind of gives me Auburn uh, 2013 vibes right now. So my, my play of the game was the corner route at the end of the game with seven seconds left by Syracuse to win the game. Their offense, or their defense kind of choked the game a little bit, giving up 14 points in the final five minutes of the game. And then they had a drive with under a minute left that started at the 50-yard line, luckily because of a, t- of, of a few uh, unsportsmanlike conduct penalties by the coach and a player for Purdue. And then they were able to score. They, they had a few calls on that drive that were a little iffy from Purdue's DBs, but they it, they had enough to, to win the game. Then my uh, play is going to be Miami just totally messing up their uh, kick return. which uh, oh, punt, return. Punt, punt return. Punt return. Well, that, that's a, it's a punt return. Yeah, it was. It was, yes. But anyways, which allowed A&M to get the ball back and then score off of that. And Which, at that point, we, we had enough points to win the game. Yeah, <laughs> if, we didn't, if we did not have that, then uh, the outcome of that game would have been a lot different. Which uh, is good for us. Although, we almost returned that favor by uh, fumbling on uh, yeah. another punt return. Alright, well, my surprise team of the week. These are teams that kind of surpassed expectations, uh, kind of shocked you. Uh, this one's pretty easy. I kind of touched on it earlier. LSU. I, I, I was high on Mississippi State. I thought they were going to win this game pretty confidently. I thought uh, I think the spread was minus one and a half Mississippi State. Is that correct? And no, I think it was minus two. And, oh, yeah. Was it minus no, two it, minus, I think it was three. minus two and a half. Regardless, I thought Mississippi State was going to cover the game. Uh, I don't know. That that week one debacle against Florida State, I, I just I thought LSU was kind of going to let it get to their heads and kind of have a shitty start to the season. And 
they they surprised me. Their defense looks pretty good, uh, and, and I think they'll definitely make waves in the SEC. I mean, I don't know. They're, I don't think they're going to finish in the top half of the SEC West, but I think they'll they'll beat some teams here and there. Definitely could beat teams like Arkansas or A and M, but they're not they're not going to be up there with Bama. So, my surprise team of the week was Tulane. They Kansas State. They they played Kansas State, and Kansas State is was everyone's dark horse. Like literally everyone on the planet's dark horse to win the Big Twelve, and they they lost in week three to Tulane. I think it was a ten ish point spread, so it wasn't. A super big shock. A lot of people were projecting that an upset could happen. Probably like a six or a seven on the upset scale, out of out of ten, and they they pulled it off. It, I think it was seventeen to ten the final score. Defense played great, and they made enough plays on offense to win the game. And then my uh, surprise of the week was Penn State. I uh, originally thought Auburn was going to win, but I wasn't entirely surprised with uh, Penn State winning either. I thought it would be close, but uh, I was not expecting the final score in which, uh, the way it turned out, I, I thought it would have been a much tighter game. So that, that was very surprising to me. Alright, and yeah, this last segment, Clip of the Week, different in Play of the Week. Clip of the Week is kind of just a funny, uh, funny clip you see. I don't know, I see plenty of them on Twitter. My Clip of the Week was RG3. Uh, I mean, he's had a few things he said this season that have just been so out of pocket. Uh, this this time it was big Pinnock's energy uh, during the Washington game. Just just hilarious. Another good quote he had earlier in the season was uh, an orgy in the end zone. So he's, uh, he's a guy that should be getting paid to be a commentator, man. My clip of the week is actually from today on Sunday. Mike Evans just absolutely destroying Marshawn Lattimore in a fight. He just absolutely trucks him. And then the funny thing is that everyone showed a video from a few years ago before before Tom Brady was there, and he did the exact same thing. It wasn't the first time he's trucked Mar- Marshawn Lattimore because he's being a little punk. So I, I thought it was I thought it was very funny that. And then he got Mike Evans ended up getting ejected right after that because of the fight, but. I thought it was funny that he did the exact same thing a few years ago and then did it again today. That is funny. Breaking news. 49ers quarterback Trey Lance out of Sunday's game versus Seattle after injuring right ankle. Uh, had to be carted off field and has been replaced by Jimmy G. So those Cowboy uh, trade rumors might be uh, be fading here soon. Cowboys up 7-0, to though, in the first quarter. All right, what is your... My uh, clip, of the week. clip of the week is also a fight, except for it's not between two opposing teams' players. It's uh, the same team's players. Houston, on Saturday, saw a few of their players get into a little tussle on the side of their uh, game that was going on, which was uh, a shock, to be sure. I, I don't know if you, either of you have seen the clip. Oh, I've seen it. Yeah, it, it, it's, it, it was unexpected, I, I will say that. Just uh, watching uh, some Houston players just start brawling on their sidelines. Yeah, that, that was pretty damn funny. All right, well, to end uh, this portion of the show, we'll be back uh, with NFL talk with, uh, what, what's our co-host's name? I'm forgetting. Uh, Floyd Pinkerton. Most likely he'll be joining us. Uh, but yeah, to end this segment, what we're going to be doing is just a review of the AP Top 25 dropped a couple hours ago. Um, just something off the top of my head that pisses me off. A&M uh, rose by one... Ranking. They went from number 24 to number 23. Still ranked behind Texas. Texas, the first um, team since 1997, 25 years, that rose in the rankings since losing, or entered the rankings since losing a game. Uh, just find that interesting. Uh, Miami dropped 12 spots to 25, so they are ranked behind AM, but find it funny that they dropped 12 and AM rose one. But uh, the media hates AM, so. Besides that, Kentucky moving up a spot to eight. Tennessee, NC State, Utah all moving up. Penn State up eight spots. Oregon up ten spots. Again, I find it interesting. Oregon, a team that lost by 46 points to Georgia, is ranked so high. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess BYU was a good win, but uh, I, I think this this voting... This voting committee has a has short term memory loss because two weeks ago they got embarrassed on the national stage. So 
Well, and then you have Miami and Florida, both one-loss teams still ranked, and then Florida State undefeated, still nowhere to be seen. Yeah, Florida State is a team that could be ranked. App State, I feel like, should be ranked at this point. Uh, other than that, Kansas, Kansas, Kansas has is demanding th- it. Three Kansas has twenty three receiving votes, so maybe they'll be there soon. Uh, you got anything to say about AP Top Twenty Five? Timmy Jernigans does not believe in the AP Top Twenty Five and refuses to talk about it. So Oregon State is the other one. They they've they haven't done much though, but they have been talking a big talk. So. All right, well, uh, yeah, we're going to end this section of the podcast, and we'll be right back. They lost. All right, and we are officially back. Uh, We have a few co-hosts in the room. So along with our typical NFL uh, slate, Timmy Jernigan's personal Winsby, and Floyd Pinkerton. We have uh, Just a Kid from Akron. Great to be here, guys. We got Nameless Man. And uh, Jebediah is sitting in the room. He might not Howdy. be speaking. Um, but just to start, because, of course, just a kid from Akron. He is he is from the city of Akron in the state of Ohio. Uh, and your allegiance is with whom? It would be with the Cleveland Browns, unfortunately, today. Unfortunately, <clears throat> today. Unfortunately, a lot of days, you could say. You could say that. Uh, yeah, I personally thought the Browns were going to win this game. And um, they did me dirty. Well, Google Odds had us at 99.9% with two minutes left, so you weren't the only one that got duped there. It's not a football. It's not Football isn't back until your team has a 99.9% chance of winning, and then you lose. It's true. So, uh, well, I mean, if, if you want my take on what happened, I think it's a perfect example of the curse of the jinx biting us in the butt. Um, right after our last game, the soon-to-be legendary Cade York made the dire mistake of saying that in his presser. He said, yeah, you know, I'm a hero today, but I could be the GOAT tomorrow. You say stuff like that, you're just bound to miss something and missed an extra point today. And finally, the thing I'll complain about the most, with two minutes left in this game when the Browns are looking great, they put up one of those stupid graphics on the board that says, Last time Browns started 2-0, gas was a $1.05, Mariah Carey released her first album. And if that's not the curse of the jinx coming to hit us, I don't know what is. If there's one lesson to learn here is whether you're playing the Jets or the Patriots, if you anger the football gods, it will hurt you, Browns included. Do not fuck with the football gods. Yeah. Um, so it's okay, though. Deshaun would be back soon enough. Yes, he will. Yeah, it, how, how are you feeling about Deshaun? You, you like Deshaun? You think he's a good guy? I, I think it's the Kawhi Leonard move. We sold the ship to get Kawhi Leonard, in our case Deshaun Watson, to win a Super Bowl now. you got to act in the present, and man, we did it. Would, would you say he's a good role model for the kids of Cleveland? You know, would you be asking me that same question if this were a white man in his same shoes? Because <laughs> I don't think he would. <laughs> okay, well, case closed. Case closed. You know, I don't. I don't think I can. Re- I don't have a rebuttal for that. On another note, um, I think. I think we should definitely talk about uh, old man Joe Flacco's performance today. Who knew he had that kind of rallying left in him? Yeah, uh, actually, the NFL posted a, a, a picture of, look at all these young guys in the NFL, and it was Joe Flacco on there. I was going to uh, say, I mean, was, was 20, 26 for 44 for 307 yards. I mean, we probably haven't seen that from Joe Flacco in, I don't know, five years? Yeah. Um, yeah, he's good. I don't know. I, I, we got our uh, BYU guy in the room. How are you feeling about Joe Flacco? You, you think he could take over the starting job? I mean, he's, he's got the Jets rolling. <laughs> um, yeah, I actually wasn't prepared for that question. I think though Zach Wilson is going to come back better than ever. Are you familiar with the scene from The Dark Knight Rises where <laughs> Christian Bale, uh, aka Bruce Wayne, aka Batman, puts on the a little brace on his knee and is able to kick down like a brick wall? Zach Wilson is going to be like that. Okay. So he I love of back. all movies and all scenes you could have chosen. That's that's the one. That is the scene. Okay. Zach Wilson is going to be able to be both a running back and a quarterback, okay? He's going to run through whatever D-line he's put up against. So okay? are you rooting for the Jets to tank until he's back? I am rooting for the Jets to be the most average thing imaginable until he comes back, okay? All right. Well, there, there's one more game I want to touch on with you, being just a kid from Akron. Uh, how do you feel about the Bengals Cowboys uh, now living in in or in uh, Texas? Wow. I mean, it's it's a great thing to think about, and all I can say is that more than anything, it shows that yeah, Bengals didn't go so hot today, and you will not stay hot forever. 
Like, yeah, they had their Super Bowl run last year, and they didn't seize it. Now they're being pretty lackluster this year. If this shows you one thing, it's, man, when you got an opportunity, you got to seize it, whether that's in life with a girl you like or on the football field. Love it. Love it. Uh, yeah, Bengals have had a pretty shitty start to the year. Um, I don't know. I thought they were going to win this game. I think their time's done. They've missed the window. Time's done. Missed the window. The one-year window. The kid from Akron says the Bengals are on the... On chopping cho- block. Would you, yeah, would you say they are on the chopping block? That's the name of the podcast that you're on, by the way. 100% in agreement. Chopping block time. Okay. Um, to touch on a few games at once here, um, I'm very sad to announce the uh, the anti-bird parlay, the the bad weekend to be a bird. Uh, it ended tonight. It ended in a... In a Dramatic fashion. Brutal way. Um I, I am dead inside. A piece of me, a big chunk of me, has died inside. Uh, the day, the games, the day started off hot with give me the Lions with the Dolphins and Ravens. the The Dolphins had me. a what a twenty something point comeback. I, to, I only watched the Lions. To, uh, what I will say is, I was Doctor Fade God this weekend. I my lock of the week was Raiders minus five and a half, and boy did they have it until they did not. All right. Well, to touch on this Dolphins game. Uh, you know, I the, had the, that bet placed. I live bet Dolphins when they were plus 475. Walked away with a nice... Plus, plus 475? Yes, when they were Woo! plus 475. So, yeah, they, my, you can borrow my crystal ball the, after the show. The Dolphins were my upside of the week, believe it or really? not. I, I, my, but, but the anti-bird parlay was, was I said that every single bird team was going to lose today. Ooh. Yeah. Although, so, Ravens, they, they were up big. As you can see, they were up 28-7 uh, to seven at halftime. And Tua had six touchdowns, had 38 points. Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle had 42 points in fantasy. Um, Lamar Jackson had another 40 points in fantasy. I mean, it was a it was a fantasy shit show. And uh, the Dolphins had a crazy comeback to I'll win the say, game. I'll say, going back to being Dr. Fade God, those of you who tuned in last time heard me say, y'all aren't ready for what's cooking in Baltimore. But, turns out, Baltimore is just cooking a steaming pile of shit, giving Tua the game of his lifetime. Oh, we just lost our PG rating. Damn you know, it. though, you say that. Oh, no, it's, still it's Lamar just, Jackson. No, R-rated podcast. If you had Lamar Jackson as your starting quarterback, he still did better than Tua, despite the fact that, yeah. you know... But but my my dirty birds could not pull it out. Lamar Jackson had forty two point six two points compared to Tua's measly thirty eight point eight six. Just just to touch on the rest of the eleven a.m. games real quick. Give me um, the Lions. Of course, Commanders Lions. Uh, my lock of the week was Commanders plus one and a half. Never even close. Timmy J Town's lock of the week was minus one and a half. So um, I'll, I'll give the nod really, to you. I really congrats like on the my win. My dog of the week also hit. Go Cardinals, dog of the week. Um, I also really liked the Commanders. I thought Scary Terry was going to have a career game against these dirty, dirty Lions. But as Timmy J. Town said... Give me the Lions. He said, give me the Lions and uh, continue my fade God streak on that pick. Yeah, uh, Dan Campbell's got his boys ready to play. You could say so. They've got two Season, season predictions. Over, over, under, eight and a half wins. Probably under. Under? Okay, under over under six and a half wins. Probably under. under? I'll take the over on that. I don't know, dude. Seven wins on I the Detroit Lions. Actually game. fifteen and one. Give me the line. <laughs> fifteen and one. Uh, oh. there's there's seventeen games in the season now. There's sixteen and one. Sixteen and one? Fifteen and two. Fifteen and two. Okay. Fair. A very reasonable take from Timmy J. Uh, Alright, next game, Bucks Saints, another eleven o'clock game. Hey. Uh, very low scoring in the first half, three to zero. Bucks tied it up three to three in the third, and then went off to to finish the game twenty to ten. Jameis played with uh, four fractures in his back, as he quoted last week. Uh, pain tell. everywhere. Pain Hurts everywhere. Everywhere. Hurts you could, everywhere. You could tell. Um, You're keeping track of the picks. I was the only one. Who had the Bucks this week? Well, I said Tom would torch these dirty Saints, and he did. So shout out, shout out Bucks, shout out Tom. Tom Only didn't torch him. Yeah, he dog. didn't torch him. It was the Bucks defense who had Bucks like three picks, fumble recoveries. They have a mean looking. Uh, Tom Brady now has as many regular season wins over the Saints as he does Super Bowls since he's been on the Bucks. But, so uh, I believe he is one in four in the regular season against the Saints. Anyways, on to the next game, Panthers-Giants. This was... Uh, this was my game of the yes. week. I knew it was going to be a slugger. I wasn't expecting it to be this big of a shit fest. Might be one of the worst NFL games I've seen in a long time. But the Giants pulled it out. It was a, it was a nail-biter through and through. Um, what do you guys have to say? 
Um, I don't know. I, I mean, the... I, I have a quick observation. It, Baker Mayfield continues to let his undersizedness take advantage of him. Many, many passes blocked down, just like he did with Cleveland. So when people yell at us for getting rid of him, I'll just say, you need a quarterback over six foot or you're not going to succeed in this well, league. Well, we can talk so, about uh, the Cardinals uh, game in a minute where yeah, we will, five, we will seven, talk, We'll get back Kyler to that, that point in a minute. Mm-hmm. But um, it was a great game, um, some some great defense, I guess, or maybe some really bad offense. So are you rooting for Baker or rooting against Baker as a Browns fan? I have all the respect in the world for Baker as a player, to quote Miles Garrett. But not as a person. Not as a person. You no heard it here first. Just a kid from Akron. You didn't let me finish. No comments. No comment. No, no comments. You heard that. Um, but uh, <laughs> we we are ready to see Baker. Um, he's bottling up all this rage right now. I would hate to be the team that ends up being on the other side of Baker's rage one of these weeks. <laughs> I'd love to be one of those DBs. Quite I, I, I would too, honestly. <laughs> me, myself, and I. Uh, on to the next game, Patriots Steelers. I had the Steelers here. Patriots were favored. I had it was the a home Steelers game. Too. It was a home game for the Steelers. Uh, Max Jones played a little bit bit better than last week. Um, um, I don't I know. I have to submit a formal apology for speaking on my grandmother's grave. I thought the Pats' offense could not get it going, um, and they proved me wrong. So shout out the Pats for uh, scoring any amount of points. Timmy Jernigan's, you got anything to say on this game? For what? Um, Patriots Steelers. I think I know. He says, give me the Lions. Uh, uh, Nothing. You give me the Lions. Uh, me this the Lions. game surprised me. Colts-Jags. Jags 24-0. I um, think the Colts Christian are Kirk. the worst team of all time now. Oh, I don't know. There's a, we got a couple we can talk oh, about. Oh, one and Matt one. Ryan, Matt Ryan is just not good mm, right now. Well, yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Maddie has seen better days. He's seen Maddie Ice. They, they should start Maddie Sam Ice. Ellinger at this point. Maddie Ice is Maddie Lukewarm. But, but Trevor Lawrence, Christian Kirk had uh, two touchdowns. Christian Kirk uh, torched my fantasy team this week. Shout out unnamed guy he, for picking up Christian Kirk and burning my, my fantasy team to the ground. All right, now on to um, the sad oh. games of the day. Falcons-Rams, what a game. Uh, Rams up big. To start the game, what was it at halftime? Twenty-one to three, I believe they're up. They weren't up twenty-eight to three, I don't think. But it it was a it was a pretty big lead for the Rams, and the Falcons scored seventeen points in the fourth quarter, uh, brought it back, twenty-seven thirty-one final score. They were there in the end to win the game, but through an interception, with just over a minute left. Um, you saw this game live. You want you want to touch on Rams Falcons? You had some stuff earlier to say about it. I didn't watch it live, actually, but the um, Rams fell apart at the end of the game. They well, I will say, debacle is, at the yeah, end this of the is game. very opposite to Falcons' nature. Usually, they like to just give away the game um, after a big lead, but this time they actually came back a little. They were kind of on the opposite side of where it. It, it wasn't typical uh, Falcons' failure, but you could say this is actually such a perfect Falcons game because I agree. They gave you that ounce of hope and then just ripped it away from you in the end. Just a lot more intense than usual, but um, nobody is surprised nonetheless. So there we go. So far, uh, Birds are two and, or 0-2 oh there. Uh, next game, 49er Seahawks. Trey Lance goes down, I believe, in the first quarter. Uh, broken ankle, out for the year. Jimmy G comes back into the game, leads the 49ers over a big uh, interdivision win over the Seahawks. Jimmy G just doesn't get the the praise he deserves, and I, I I mean it looks like he's going to be the guy for the rest of the season now. I think this kills all trade talks to the Cowboys, uh, like I heard some people talking about. Uh, I mean, other than that, this game was was pretty lopsided. So um, I bring up the point we had earlier on some of the worst teams in the NFL. I think the Seahawks are a real contender. Um, consider um, the Seahawks' loss this week and. Um, consider Jimmy G just threw on the pads and whooped their ass, and they were defeated handily, to quote That was um, the same point friend. you made worded differently twice. <laughs> All right. Uh, a kid from Akron will not be getting invited. We, <laughs> we, we, we kind of touched on Bengals Cowboys. Hey, you can't say that. Fuck He's the Cowboys. I guess we, we got our, our nameless man right. uh, to, wants to talk a little bit about the Cowboys. Since. Once again, uh, as they've been doing it since uh, Dan Bailey was a Cowboy, they've been uh, winning off their kicker for years now. Once again, the offense stalls out, as it usually does, rely on the kicker to win the game, and of course, uh, automatic. 
Ma, I know, Ma, I know Maher uh, back two years ago, however it was, when he was just a shithole and missed everything for us, but I'm sure it'll come later in the season, but right now uh, we're one and one feel great. We got a great uh, Monday night matchup mm-hmm. next week against the Giants. I'm predicting uh, Cowboys uh, 21 over them, so blowout in the making. Would you say, what is it, Cooper Rush? Is that his name? Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush plays Wait. great. He's got actual decent footwork, unlike Dak Prescott, who relies just off talent. Uh, overpaid. Zeke uh, tries to make up for his lack of talent with uh, uh, whatever he has on that visor. Um, and other than that, uh, is we Dak just get lucky. washed? Is Dak washed? Um, you had to be good in the first place to be washed. So, <laughs> are, are um, you are you prepared to disown Dak Prescott? I disowned Dak Prescott before he got injured, but I couldn't trash an injured man once it happened. So, I will be the first to say I I. This podcast is disowning Dak Prescott. We will not allow Dak Prescott on for an interview ever. I you heard it here first. You can hold us to that. <laughs> I was I was so confident in Dak Prescott's abilities when we had Andy Dalton as our backup quarterback. I still thought we were going to make the playoffs because I just thought he was just that much uh, worse at the time. So, all right, no uh, Texans Broncos. Uh, you want to real, touch on this? This was your uh, lock of the, or upset Russell of the Wilson week, I believe. Is just not good. Real, <laughs> real heartbreaker. The Texans hung in up until the very end. Um, re- I think a group of middle schoolers could have tackled better than the Texans. The Texans looked were like a like not even an FBS team. Like they, they looked awful. Um, uh, you like to see the Mills Mafia in work. Um, love to see some of the good things they had going. There's some promise there, um, but somehow. Um, the worst team in their division, the Broncos, uh, sneak out a win against the, uh, uh, I don't know, I wouldn't even call them pro- the Texans, like, the, there's, I wouldn't even have a good adjective. The 0-0-17 dream is dead, and that is, uh... Real heartbreaking. It's a sad day, because of that. It's a bad day. Speaking of sad days, bad days, catastrophic the days. Have a moment of silence real quick for the anti-bird parlay. Uh, ten seconds, please. Heartbreaking loss for the Raiders. Uh, fuck the Raiders. First off, I, I hate was, the Raiders. That was my lock this of was the, week. the only time I root for the Raiders ever. Cardinals is my dog of the week. I might be the best gambler on the show. Uh, you know, uh, obviously not. Best picks on the show. Two and zero this week in in NFL. My lock of the week: Lions. Give me the Lions and Cardinals. Two and zero. You're makes, making money. And that and the that, people are making money tonight. And that makes me zero and two with my dog of the week: uh, Texans. And my lock of the week, Raiders minus five and a half. It's a bad day. Now to touch on this game. Raiders up big, up 20 to zero uh, at halftime. Uh, I believe they started the fourth quarter up, yeah, 23 to seven. So they blew the biggest lead in franchise history, 20 points. Uh, The Cardinals came back into the game. Cardinals came back into the game. Uh, There was a complete ghost uh, defensive holding call. In the fourth quarter, with about twenty seconds left, uh, total ref job. I don't know. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I Derek Carr that, was that, doing great. The sequence inside or in, in overtime was so heartbreaking. Uh, third and Renfro, you know, getting the third down conversion, fumbling the ball, recovering it. Derek Carr then almost throwing a pick the next play, and then Renfro getting the ball again, fumbling it, and then the or the Cardinals running it back for a touchdown. Absolutely brutal way to lose the game and for the parlay to have a, a painful death. Um, well, and again, um, I did not make this parlay, but this was an imaginary parlay that would have been awesome. And we'll see. Um, this was recorded s- Sunday night. Um, we're excited to see the rest of the bird parlay play out tomorrow with the Eagles Vikings. The parlay is um, already dead. If the, the Eagles, if the Eagles to win tomorrow, I'm gonna cry. I'm a cry because it would have been such a good. Uh, it would have been my call of the year, saying the the um, bad 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 weekend to be a bird. Uh, and, and in general, it was a bad weekend to be a bird. But uh, real quick, can I make a quick correction for the record? Kyler Murray is five ten, not five seven. I believe he's five nine. I thought not. he was. I'm pretty I believe sure he's, he's listed as five ten, but I've heard you, that's you, fake you news. I've heard it's, it's five. I, I've heard it's we'll five nine. We'll say five nine for the argument, but I would like to add a preface. You must be tall unless you're fast enough to make up for it, which I don't believe Baker is. Any right. reason for that? And, and uh, a, a lifetime. Is this in just football or other? Baker. 
Is this just football or is this outside of football? Actually, in real life, I think if you're a very fast, short guy, women should treat you as though you're six foot. Okay, and 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 just just curious, how how what's your forty time? Oh, it's quick, a lot faster. Okay, than yours. take yours quicker, quicker, fast. Take yours, cut it in half. Quicker, fast, deceptively fast, deceptively, deceptively quick. fast. Okay, uh, so just to clarify, you're fast, not quick. I a very important I'm semantic fast difference. except for the things I like to take my time with. Why not? Okay, both, if you I, know I like. What I, mean. I, I I think I know what you mean. All right, uh, final game You're of talking the. Talking about butt chugging, right? J Town Diggity with the burns over. Final game of the evening: Packers Bears. Uh, yeah, Great like Rodgers. I said, Aaron Rodgers owns the city of Chicago. Uh, and he owned them tonight. It was a it was a total uh, shit show from the very beginning of the game till the end. Uh, the Bears had a chance to cover in the end. Uh, I know Timmy Jernigan's wants to talk about that. About what? About how the Bears almost covered, um, but but they didn't. Well, I was that like, is one of the worst calls I've ever seen. Not giving Justin Fields. That was a, a terrible call. There were some questionable calls uh, this weekend. And, and, and I mean, they literally showed the. the Pylon cam with his hand straight up over the line, and then they're like, "You know what? I don't think there's enough evidence there." Some very a lot of whining going on. Floyd Pinkerton touched on it uh, off the pod last weekend was the weekend of mixed kicks. This weekend was the weekend of uh, muffed 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 punts, punts, punt returns, missed calls. It was a it was a weird weekend, um, but it was a good weekend. NFL is back, full swing. Um, all right, tomorrow we got Titans, Bills, Vikings, Eagles, doubleheader Monday Night Football. It's going to be a fun time. But uh, have uh, have a good day in Belgium and in Spain uh, for those listeners. Um, and Shout out, Ashley, fly, Carolina. Signing off. This fly, is, uh, fly, signing off for my family in Beijing as well. Uh, <laughs> well, those are actually. Nihal? We have listeners in Belgium and Spain, actually. And now, you, now that you've added me to the show, you got listeners in China. Okay. Nihal. Uh, signing off, Perch Nowinski. Timmy J. Tong. Just a kid from Akron. Floyd Pinkerton, uh, Fade God of the Week. And uh, a nameless person. Nameless man, yeah. Um, and remember, go fuck yourself, Eugene. Traveling in a Friday combi On a hippie trailhead full of zombies I met a strange lady, she made me nervous She took me in and gave breakfast and she said do you come from a land down under a women glow and men wonder can't you hear can't you hear the thunder you better run you better take cover Sandwich, and he said, I come from a land down under.